1: The
2: cat Worker of yours.
3: Welcome into Fantasy Football Sundays here on 610 Sports Radio. I am Dusty Likens, your host. Grant Nicholson here with us as well. We have you until 10 o'clock a.m. And then, that's right, 10 to 11 30, you get Dustin Likens. So you get Dusty Likens for an hour of fantasy football. um Recap, talk about it. 913 586 7610 here on 610 Sports Radio. Um, If you're asleep, I'm sorry. If you're awake, that's awesome because you're probably doing what we're doing. We're watching NFL football in London. It is the Minnesota Vikings and the New Orleans Saints. It is exactly the type of game that you'd think it would be. It's 7-0. Nobody of any significance has scored. Alexander Madison is the only one that has scored. It was a touchdown pass from Kirk Cousins. But, Grant, like we do every single week that we have a show, let's get into some matchups. Matchup number one. First matchup of the day. Thanks for listening, by the way, to Fantasy Football Sunday here on 6 in Sports Radio. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eat, drink, scenic views. Twin Peaks. Matchup number one on this gorgeous Sunday in October. We're going to start with the Kansas City Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 7.20 p.m. tonight for your Sunday football game. Now here, I don't really know what to expect out of this game. I think we've officially entered the time of year where Tom Brady is, well, people like to think to themselves that this is the end for Tom Brady. I think this is possibly a year where maybe we can actually start having that conversation. Is Tom Brady washed? Well, guys like Sean Barber and guys like Nate Taylor would probably tell you no. The answer is not. He is not washed. He just has no receivers and he has no options when it comes to outside threats. Chris Godwin. No idea what's going on with him. Mike Evans was on a one-game suspension last week after absolutely planting Marcus Lattimore on his back. Last time they played the New Orleans Saints, who are losing to the Minnesota Vikings in London early in the first quarter on a Sunday here on Football Sunday, Fantasy Football Sundays on 6 and Sports Radio. But Chiefs Bucks Sunday night, it's the game you guys all want to watch. It's the game that all of you are in bed right now sleeping on because you don't have to be up early for it. They don't play at noon. They don't play at 325. They play at 720. If you are a normal fantasy football player, you are obviously playing Patrick Bones. You are obviously playing Travis Kelsey. As for anybody else on the Chiefs, it is literally a flyer. I don't know what McCall Hardman's role is going to be in this offense. I don't know what Juju Smith-Schuster is going to do with this offense. I know it seems, you know, Reliable to put Juju in there. Maybe not on a fantasy team. Maybe if you have to stream Juju, maybe he's a daily. But again, Tampa Bay carries the number one defense in football. And I get it. The Chiefs are confused on offense. You're not really sure who's going to get the ball. MBS, maybe, you know, Juju Smith-Schuster up and down. McCall Hardman up and down. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, although, been pretty consistent. You kind of know what Clyde's going to get. I don't know what Clyde will always do, but I know that it seems like he and Patrick Mahomes tend to be on the same page early in the season. As for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I'm sure Tom Brady is rostered in every single league. I'm sure he's starting in every single league because yes, Tom Brady, that Tom Brady, threw for 5,000 yards last year. So you can't really just sit Tom Brady on the bench. You gotta keep an eye on him. He's gonna get some targets back today. He's gonna get some options to throw to, but again, Leonard Fournette, Tom Brady, Mike Evans. Other than that, not much. On to the noon games. The first noon game today, Chargers Texans. Woof. Not a not a not a solid matchup. Not something that you're extremely excited about, but again, Austin Eckler, Damian Pierce. Is this the game where both those guys go go head to head? Maybe. Damian Pierce is finally starting to get the ball in Houston, finally trying to live up to the hype that I've given him for, I don't know, six weeks now. But again, Damian Pierce seems to be a guy that's getting a little bit more and more action as we speak. Brandon Cooks, 29 targets, 13 receptions. Something doesn't make sense. I'm not sure if it's, you know, Davis Mills probably is, or if it's the Houston Texans, but 29 targets and 13 catches seems a little egregious. Like you should have some sort of smaller gap between the two there for Brandon Cooks. As for Damian Pierce, 46, or yeah, 46 carries 182 yards, only one touchdown. But again, he's averaging four yards a carry. Feed Damian Pierce. Justin Herbert, he's gonna keep going. He's 90 yards shy of 1,000. He's doing exactly what Justin Herbert does. He's no Jalen Daniels. I'm kidding. But Justin Herbert is a stud. He's obviously getting started in every single league that you play in. He's going to be a big-time boom, little bus, but big-time boom. Mike Williams, great receiver as well. But let's pick it up, Mike. 20 targets, 11 catches, one drop. That's great. Two touchdowns. You'd like to see Mike Williams get a little bit more into the pay dirt. When it comes to the next game at noon, we go to the Chicago Bears at the New York Giants. I can't believe I'm saying this. The two teams' combined record is 4-2. and two. If you had the Chicago Bears and you had the New York Giants both at 2-1 and one, going into week four, you owe somebody some money. because somebody bet on you to be right? And they got it right. I will say this, though, if you're looking for anybody in this action, Khalil Herbert. Khalil Herbert went absolutely bananas last week. Right? Went absolutely off. 20, rush- 20 rushes, 157 yards, and two touchdowns. He should have been the number one waiver wire pickup. Unless a lot of you listen to me on 610 Sports Radio doing Fantasy Football Sundays, every Sunday, 9 a.m., brought to you by Twin Peaks, East Streak, Seams Views. Khalil Herbert is an absolute stud. We've been waiting for David Montgomery to get hurt. We've been waiting for him to get the boot. Now he's hurt. Not playing, he's been ruled out. Khalil Herbert going up against the New York Giants. Yes, they've been interesting under Brian DuBois. They've been okay. Khalil Herbert, another breakout game today. Starting him in every single league. As for Richie James, seems to be Daniel Jones' number one target. 14 receptions on 17 targets, only one drop, 146 yards. Zero touchdowns, but still almost averaging 11 yards per catch. You're going to want to put somebody like that in your roster. We move on. That's it. Chicago and New York. That's all you need. Saquon Barkley. Absolutely. I did see a rumor this week. Now, again, I don't think there's any truth to it, but keep your eye on it. That if the Giants were to start losing, Saquon Barkley could be involved in a blockbuster trade. Now, the rumor that I saw was that they want the Buffalo Bills to be a team that would give up like a second, a third, and a fourth for Saquon Barkley. Seems like a stretch, but could you imagine? Saquon in that offense? (laughs) Moving on. Seahawks and Lions. Boy, this is a weak Sunday. Seahawks at Lions. Everybody's out for the Lions. St. Brown, Don, Swift, out. All they got really is Hawkinson. So if you have have TJ Hawkinson on the Lions and he's your tight end in football, start him. Everybody else is literally not playing. DeAndre Swift is out. St. Brown is out. All of of Jared Goff's targets are out. If you want to put a bet in Kansas today, go bet the Seahawks. They're plus three and a half right now. Plus three and a half. Rashad Penny, solid start. He's got 141 yards, 32 carries on the season. He's averaged almost four and a half a carry. Rashad Penny could be a big-time boom, but also a big-time bust. Jamal Williams, look to stream him in some leagues. If you're trying to get a cheap option at running back, Jamal Williams could be a solid play. When you look at the receivers, D.K. Metcalf, T.J. Hawkinson, that's it. T.J. Hawkinson, 10 receptions on 18 targets. D.J. Metcalf, 16 receptions on 25 targets. Again, both guys have only found the end zone once. You'd like to see D.K. Metcalf get a little bit more excited. You'd like to see D.K. Metcalf get a little bit more action, but again, That's gonna be tough. It's Geno Smith. They wrote him off, but he ain't wrote back yet. Getting really close to putting that pen to paper. Move on to the next game, Jacksonville at Philadelphia. This is an interesting game for me. This is a sneaky, fun game, right? This has potential to have Jacksonville be talked about tomorrow. Jacksonville goes to the only undefeated team in in the NFL. They go to Philadelphia. This seems like a game that Philadelphia might write off. Maybe not. Their quarterback, Jalen Hurts, who should probably be the number one quarterback in everybody's team, rostered everywhere, unless it's Josh Allen, who is literally living up to the hype of being an MVP this year. Jalen Hurts, Devonta Smith, A.J. Brown, the backfield, stay away. Stay away from Philadelphia's backfield. I'm not sure what to do with it. I don't know who's going to be the main guy. Staying well, I would think. But then again, could be Miles Sanders. I have no idea. Maybe we'll get a Boston Scott sighting again. You know how Philadelphia does things. But what I do know is that Jalen Hurts is going to run the ball. He's going to score a touchdown with his legs. And he's probably going to throw the ball for a touchdown two, possibly three times. Dark Horse MVP vote right now, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is everything that they want Kyler Murray to be. Seriously. Good for Jalen Hurts from Bama to Oklahoma to Philadelphia, now possibly an MVP candidate in the NFL. I will say this, Christian Kirk, been good. Been good for Trevor Lawrence. I tried to say this year early on that Trevor Lawrence is gonna have that Peyton Manning bounce back year. You know, the one where Peyton Manning came to the league as a rookie and threw like 23 interceptions and the next year he threw like 35 touchdowns. Trevor Lawrence is on pace for that. Trevor Lawrence is thrown for seven of a hundred. Are you thrown for seventy-seven to one-eleven? Pretty solid. Six touchdowns, one pick. He's got a QBR of one hundred three point one. Trevor Lawrence is doing exactly what he wants to do. It also has to do with Dougie P. As for Jacksonville's backfield, Travis Etienne nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. Why? Because James Robinson's having one hell of a comeback season. Might be comeback player of the year in the NFL. I don't know. I don't make these things up. It's only week four. Got a whole long season to go. But it looks like Jacksonville and Trevor Lawrence have a lot of questions to answer today. And if they do that, coming off double-digit wins over good teams, blew out Indianapolis, blew out the Chargers. Now, the Chargers were banged up. But again, Trevor Lawrence is throwing the ball and commanding that offense at a very solid pace. As for Philadelphia, as we've been talking about, Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Vonta Smith, all of them, Let them fly. Fly, Eagles, fly. The only thing I can't tell you to do, anything with that backfield. That's just Philadelphia in general. One last noon game before we take a break. The Jets at the Steelers. I'm telling you, we don't have a really big exciting Sunday today. Jets at Steelers. What do you want to do? Both teams are 1-2. and Zach Wilson getting the start. Hide your moms. Seriously. Zach Wilson, Mitch Trubisky. That's where we're at in this game. Nowhere there. Michael Carter, Najee Harris both solid options, of running back. But again, I don't think you're going to start a lot of teams or a lot of players on either one of these teams. Now, again, Elijah Moore, been decent. Deontay Johnson, been pretty good. 33 targets, 21 receptions. He's got zero touchdowns, though. But surprisingly, he only has one drop. Chase Claypool, two inconsistent. George Pickens, please let him eat. Please let George Pickens eat. That's all we need to see. Let the kid from Georgia do it. Come on. But as for that game, There's not a whole lot of action. There's not a whole lot of people that you really want putting on your roster today, unless this is your last week before you hit the bye weeks next week, and then all you real fantasy players come and show out. But until then, start them if you got them. Deontay Johnson, Najee Harris, Chase Claypool, I guess. He's just a little too inconsistent, depends on how deep your league is, depends on what kind of guillotine league you're in. Other than that, I think that's all you can do. But again, this is the Zach Wilson game. We're about to find out. We're about to find out if he's either a good character for Brazzers or if he's a good quarterback for the NFL. Either way, I'm not starting Zach Wilson, and I'm not starting Mitchell Trubisky. This is probably it for Mitch Trubisky. We come back here on Sunday, Fantasy Football Sundays. We'll get you the rest of the noon slate. Then we'll move into the 3 o'clock slate, and then we'll talk about Monday Night Football here on 610 Sports Radio.
4: This is Fantasy Football Sunday with Dusty Lichens, presented by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views on 610 Sports Radio and always live on the Odyssey
0: app. Visit Instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional term supply.
5: Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days. Wind chill. Black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here?
0: Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived.
5: Spring. Spring is here. Which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted.
3: Back in on a Sunday morning, Fantasy Football Sunday, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. It's Dusty Likens and Grant Nicholson here with you. Twin Peaks is giving you this option to listen to this, and eat, drink, scenic views. Um, just a little as we talked about that 7-20 game tonight against the Kansas City Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Again, if you need to see any of that, you can. If you need to listen to any of that, you can also do that on our sister station 1065, The Wolf, with Mitch Hults, Stadium Hughes, and Josh Klingler of FESCO. In the morning bucks are optimistic that Chris Godwin and Julio Jones, both listed as questionable, both will be able to play Sunday night versus the Chiefs. But Tampa wants to test both pregame to make sure. So again, make sure you're listening. I don't want you to, you know, have one of those guys playing. But again, Tom Brady. All of his targets seem to be banged up. Mike Evans obviously will be back tonight against the Chiefs, which should be interesting because Trent McDuffie's still out on the IR. He has to miss another two weeks. Actually, I think he has to miss one more week, and then he's back. So he'll miss that Monday night game in Vegas. But again, also of note, running back Christian McCaffrey, lists as questionable for Sunday's game due to a thigh injury, is likely to play versus the Cardinals per source. According to Adam Schefter, McCaffrey missed two practices this week. Uh, a sign he might not be at full strength. So if you've ever wanted to know where we are in the fantasy football world, we are officially here because Christian McCaffrey is listed as questionable. But again, let's get you the rest of these 12 o'clock games here. We'll do some more matchups at noon. I mentioned this earlier. MBS plans to play Sunday night versus the Bucks, but also Carrying a questionable, questionable injury. Um, If you're missing any of the game right now in London or you've just woken up and you've been a great person and turned your radio on and be like, oh my gosh, I need to hear what Dusty likes about fantasy football, which is probably one person, uh, my dad. Uh, 7-0 Minnesota over the New Orleans Saints. 11-45 left in the first half. The only reason there's a score, you guessed it, Alexander Mattinson got a touchdown pass from Kirk Cousins for seven points. Andy Dalton surprisingly has given zero points uh, for the New Orleans Saints. I'm sorry. That's just the way it goes when you have these two teams. But hey, a sellout crowd. London loves football. They got Minnesota and the Saints. I think they've been robbed. Continuing down the track of the noon games, Cleveland at Atlanta. 2-1 and one versus 1-2. One and two. Jacoby Brissett versus Marcus Mariota. I'm going to say that one more time. Jacoby Brissett versus Marcus Mariota. That's where this game's at. Now, again, neither quarterback really does it for you, though. But again, Nick Chubb, he might do it for you. The guy's been a stud. I always say to not draft running backs in the first round. But if you took Nick Chubb in the first round, congratulations. One, bold pick. Two, the guy's already got four touchdowns. We just listed off a slew of guys that have one or none touchdowns. He's got three more than D.K. Metcalf. I'm surprised at this point. D.K. Metcalf always seems to get double-digit touchdowns. So either D.K. Metcalf is going to get really, really hot or the end is in sight for that Seattle offense. But again, Jacoby Brissett versus Marcus Mariota. Cleveland at Atlanta. Cordo Patterson probably not going to play. Kyle Pitts, I know a lot of you out there are pissed off I get it. Kyle Pitts was supposed to make a second-year jump in the league of the NFL. Normally first-year tight ends. Never really do it. They never really get going. Remember Evan Ingram? We were all so excited about Evan Ingram. He's not even playing for the Giants anymore. Pretty sure he's in Jacksonville. I could. Kyle Pitts seems to be an anomaly. Seems to be one of those guys who can really get things going. Until he can, man, we are all missing Kyle Pitts. That is a fact. Drake London, welcome to the show. Been good. But we need a little bit more production from Kyle Pitts. I'm with all of you. I didn't draft Kyle Pitts. He's nowhere near my fantasy roster. But I'll tell you this. I'm with you when we all say Kyle Pitts needs some end zone love. Moving on to the next game at noon. Tennessee at Indianapolis. Indianapolis can kiss my ass. That's all I have to say. They ruined a lot of money opportunities for me last week. Can't believe it. You wanna talk about bad parlays? You wanna talk about parlays that don't hit? I've got many of them. I had one last night. Missouri had to lay an egg. They were supposed to lose by 30. They damn near beat Georgia. They didn't, they lost, obviously. But again, Clemson had to win. They did. Miami, or I'm sorry, Alabama had to win by 14 points. They did. Missouri had to lose by 30. They didn't. You know what parlay hit last week? Kansas City Chiefs versus the Indianapolis Colts. You had to have your star tight end drop a touchdown. You had to have a defensive turnover. You had to have a special teams fumble. You had to have a player say something to a quarterback that got called for a flag on third and long. That all happened. Every single one of those hit for a bad parlay for the Chiefs to lose. Indianapolis is a bad football team. I don't expect anything else from Indianapolis. I don't expect a surge in their offense. I don't expect Jonathan Taylor to get any better this week. He could. There's a chance. He's a running back for the Indianapolis Colts under a Frank Reich offense, with Matt Ryan leading the helm. Paris Gamble is hurting for that. Michael Pittman Jr. is hurting because of that. I don't know what's going on when it comes to the Indianapolis Colts, but they have options at wide receiver and they're not using it. Now, Derrick Henry, Jonathan Taylor, that's exactly where I see this game going. Running back, handoff, running back, handoff, running back, handoff. Let's see who can keep the ball longer. Is it? Colts or is it the Titans? Robert Woods been decent. Not really great. He's only got 137 yards in the year. He is averaging 15 yards a catch, but he only has nine of those catches. I would like to see Michael Pittman Jr. get a little bit more action underneath Matt Ryan. I just don't know if that's possible. You want to talk about if a quarterback washed? Is a quarterback done? Matt Ryan's probably as close to washed, dried, hung out for left to dead as possible, as you can see, and a 38-year-old quarterback in the NFL. That's just kind of the way it goes. Lobby, touchdown, Saints, 7-7 against the Minnesota Vikings. Moving on, we got two noon games left and then we break and go to three o'clock game. But the next noon game, Washington at Dallas. My God, what is the NFL doing? I get it, this game would probably sell out in London. It's gonna be tough to sell in Dallas. But again, Cooper Rush seems to have found his stroke. I know that sounds weird. I know that sounds random. But again, Dallas is going to barely stay alive, missing Dak Prescott for two more weeks. They play the Commandos today. Carson Wentz sucks. Washington, terrible. Somehow they have a win this year. I'm not sure how they have it, but they have a win. They play Dallas at Dallas for an NFC East matchup just trying to stay in stretch with Philadelphia. Philadelphia could literally run away with it, but Dallas two and one, Washington one and two, the Giants two and one, and Philadelphia three and zero. Oh. If Cooper Rush can do it again this week, he's gonna have to do it, going to the option of C.D. Lamb. Now I know there's a lot of you out there that have been mad. C.D. Lamb isn't living up to the hype, dust man. You said C.D. Lamb was worth the pick in the third round. I still believe that he is. I still think C.D. Lamb's a viable option at wide receiver 2. 17 catches on 34 targets. We've only played 3 weeks. He's got 3-4 targets. He's getting 10.3 targets a game. That's insane. He has 191 yards. He did have a big drop last week. Huge drop. Could have had a nice catch and run. Maybe a 50-yard touchdown. Maybe somebody bet a parlay on CD Lamb last week. Maybe that person's me. I'm just being honest. CD Lamb, Cooper Rush, Seems like a good dynamite option. One thing I do like that I see in Dallas, I hope a lot of you did this, handcuff the running backs. Tony P and Ezekiel Elliott seem to be a good tandem. They ran all over the Giants. They put the beats on the Giants defense. Ran all over, 70 yards each. Tony Pollard, great running back. Eventually he'll be the lead back. Ezekiel Elliott will no longer play football and Tony Pollard will slide that role With Cooper Rush in as quarterback, Look for that to be more efficient. Now, CeeDee Lamb, I do plan on seeing getting a lot more targets every single week. Again, 34 targets, 17 catches. That's a big gap. But again, you love to see the volume for CeeDee Lamb. And the last noon game of the day, my fantasy matchup of the day. My big juice game today. All juice game. Rest in peace, Terez Taylor. to that comment. But Bills at Ravens. This game has all the juice. Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Stephon Diggs, Everybody there, you're ready to go. I will say this. Duvernay has been a surprise for a lot of people in Baltimore. But I'll say this. Devin Singletary, J.K. Dobbins. Dobbins, going to go. A lot of you people that drafted him late in the fifth round. Good job. Now, let's see if Dobbins can get on the field and make some production out of this workout. I don't know if he can. But I'll tell you this there's not a lot of times where I put people above Travis Kelsey this week is one of them I like Travis Kelsey I think Travis Kelsey is the best tight end in football I think he might be the best tight end to ever play football but my God is Mark Andrews something else Mark Andrews I'm just I'm just going by the numbers just going by the numbers and Mark Andrews so far this year 22 receptions on 31 targets three touchdowns averaging 11 yards per game or per catch and he has 245 yards on the season Mark Andrews is an absolute stud Lamar Jackson trying to be an MVP trying to go the Aaron Judge route don't pay me I'll bet on myself and I might win MVP Aaron Judge same thing don't pay me I'll go win the triple crown it's insane when it happens but you're seeing these athletes bet on themselves and win Lamar Jackson Josh Allen Gabriel Davis by the way my guy Gabe Davis, who I told all of you to draft in the fourth round. Don't sleep on Gabe Davis. He's back. He's going to play. He's a healthy option. That's your noon slate. That ends it out with Buffalo at Baltimore. Cannot wait for that game. We come back. We dive into the 3 o'clock games here on 610 Sports Radio. It's Fantasy Football Sunday. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views.
4: This is Fantasy Football Sunday with Dusty Likens. Presented by Twin Peaks.
3: Eats, drinks, scenic views on 610 Sports Radio and
4: always live on the Odyssey app.
5: Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.
2: Tekovas is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service.
0: who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites.
3: tried to tell you guys earlier, nobody's playing for Detroit today. I think Shane Falco might be their starting quarterback. No, DeAndre Swift. No, Amon Ross St. Brown. No, DJ Sharp. Literally nobody. Minnesota, New Orleans, tied 7-7. Again, the last segment of the show, 913-586-7610. All I got to do is text. Ask me your questions. I'll make sure I can do the best I can. Again, Chiefs receiver Marquez Valdez-Scantlin, questionable with an abdomen injury, plans to play Sunday night versus the Bucks. Obviously, if you are watching the game against Minnesota and the Saints, Jameis Winston is not playing that game. It is Andy Dalton. There is no Alvin Kamara, and there is no Michael Thomas. So for those of you that slept in and forgot to change that because you found out they were playing in London at 8.30 in the morning, I'm sorry. They're not playing. Again, other injuries around the league, Bears rookie third-round pick. um, Milos Jones, who missed Chicago's first three games. list questionable Sunday due to a hamstring injury. Is expected to make his NFL debut against the Giants, per source. Uh, Panthers running back Christian McCaffrey. list questionable, missed two games, two days of practice. Is a go, but again, don't expect anything much. Christian McCaffrey was the best two-year player in the NFL history. And then we just never saw Christian McCaffrey again. Um, Cardinals, your Marquez Brown or better known as Hollywood Brown with a hamstring, and Rondell Moore. Um, both lists are questionable. Both are expected to play versus the Panthers. Bills wide receiver Gabriel Davis and tight end Dawson Knox. Both lists is questionable. Both expect to play versus the Ravens at noon. Bucks are optimistic about Chris Godwin and Julio Jones, who I've talked about earlier. Been on the injury list, but plan to make it a go for the Bucks tonight against the Chiefs. They're going to test them both in pregame to make sure but sounds like they're both going to go, which means Tom Brady's going to get Mike Evans, Julio Jones, Chris Godwin. They're all back. And then Jaguars receiver Zay Jones listed questionable for Sunday's game to an injury is expected to play versus the Eagles. But that's enough injury updates per Adam Schefter, per NFL, per Ian Rappaport. Now let's load into the three o'clock slate. Now, we're getting a little bit sketchy here. Now, we had a game in London today, right? This would probably be a 3 o'clock game anywhere else in the world, but it's in England across the pond. So, it's 7-7 New Orleans and the Vikings. Lave has a touchdown for the Saints, and Mattinson has a touchdown for the Vikings. Dalvin Cook, obviously, out today, not playing. Justin Jefferson, I guess Kirk Cousins just forgot that he's the best wide receiver in football. Or Kirk Cousins is just trash, which is probably the latter. But again, Saints-Vikings 7-7 with five minutes left in the first half in London. But again, the 3 o'clock slate. Arizona-Carolina. We just talked about a bunch of the injuries. A bunch of potential. Rondell Moore, going to probably play. Was questionable. Going to run him out there. See how he does. Hollywood Brown, also questionable. Sounds like Hollywood Brown's going to play as well. Cardinals, Panthers, Woof. As for the Panthers, let's talk a little bit about the Panthers. Because there's a lot of you out there, like myself, that thought maybe there's a chance DJ Moore could become that dude. DJ Moore is not that dude. Matt Rule has apparently lost the locker room for the Carolina Panthers. Nobody wants to play for Carolina. Nobody wants to play for Matt Rule. Should probably go back to Baylor, try to be their head coach again. But again, they probably don't want him. They're doing fine without him. But here's the thing. DJ Moore is going to go off this week. I promise you. And if he doesn't, you can make fun of me. At Dusty Legends on Twitter. I'm telling you right now, if you're betting in Kansas, if you're legally betting on sports gambling, take the DJ Moore overs. He was asked this week. This is the only reason I say this. He was asked this week in the locker room. Are you not getting open? Are you not doing a better job of being a wide receiver in the NFL? No one's worth the exact words, but that was basically the narrative. He laughed. He shrugged it off. He's pissed. But Baker Mayfield sucks as well. I think it's over for Baker. Just be a backup quarterback the rest of your career. Be a solid option at backup quarterback. Go to Dallas. You know Dak Prescott's good to miss four games a year. Go play behind Dak. Stop being a starting quarterback. You're ruining talents like D.J. Moore. But again, I expect a big game today from D.J. Moore. Cardinals defense isn't good. The Cardinals aren't really that good in general. They came back and... Basically, overtime in the fourth quarter against the Raiders, who are also not good. They got blown out by the Chiefs offense, which is suspect to say the least. We'll talk about that in the 10 o'clock hour on After Hours. But again, DJ Moore, big possibility to absolutely blow the bricks off this game. He's pissed. He's going to ask questions about if he's getting open or not. Now's the time. And if it doesn't happen for DJ Moore this week, trade him, get rid of him. I'm dead serious. I want to play Damian Pierce over DJ Moore. But again, it's been a tough go with Baker Mayfield, at quarterback. He's 42 of 81. I don't need to say that again. He's almost 50% passing completions. That's terrible in the NFL. Three touchdowns, one pick, an 80.8 rating. He's the worst quarterback in football right now. And he's really draining the talents of DJ Moore. But again, Marquez Brown, Hollywood Brown gonna play. James Conner, Christian McCaffrey, both have been questionable. Probably going to play. DJ Moore, seven receptions in three weeks. Seven. This is the DJ Moore game. And if it doesn't happen, you can A, make fun of me. B, you can trade his ass. Get rid of him. Bench him. He wouldn't be worth it. Drop him. See your waiver wire go nuts. Seven receptions on 18 targets. You know how many yards DJ Moore has on the year? On the year? 88. 88. Baker Mayfield, man. Something else. The next game, AFC West matchup 325. Denver at Vegas. Does Vegas suck? Like are the Raiders just bad? They were a playoff team last year. They're the only 0-3 team in the NFL. Let me repeat that. The only 0-3 team in the NFL. It's the first time that's happened since like 1962. That is terrible. Mike McDaniels, trash. Or Josh McDaniels trash either both of them they're both trash not good I guess Vegas sucks Darren Waller I don't know Hunter Renfro hurt Devontae Adams what's going on you have all this talent but you have a mediocre quarterback at best and then are the Broncos really going to slide into a 3-1 and one record is Oak or Vegas really going to go 0-4 is Mr. Unlimited gonna go three and one and we're gonna hear about his new spicy Subway sandwich again, Broncos at Raiders should be a dynamite matchup. It's not gonna be, it's gonna be that 325 game that we're all gonna get at you know, nap time of the NFL slate, Carr, Wilson, Waller, Sutton. There's a lot of options out there that fantasy owners are trying to see come to life, but it just isn't gonna happen because of who plays quarterback. What was the stat last week? Denver punted like 10, 11 times and still won the game. Final score was like 11 to 10. Not good. Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy. All should be viable options in fantasy football, but they're not. Denver, Vegas. Woof. Not sure what you want to do here. Russell Wilson? Eh. Derek Carr? Meh. Javante Williams, Josh Jacobs. That's your running back options. Javante Williams, they just don't let him eat. They just keep plugging Melvin Gordon in there constantly. I don't understand it. Cortland Sutton, been decent. No touchdowns on the year. Demonte Adams, three touchdowns, but he only has 189 yards. On the season. Why? Because Derek Carr's throwing the ball. But Dusty, I thought they were going to be college teammates coming to the pros and be best friends. Didn't work out. Vegas is terrible. The Broncos are bad. The Broncos are going to slide into a 3-1 record. Vegas is going to be basically done for the year after this week going 0-4. Maybe they beat the Broncos. They have to beat the Broncos if they want a chance. But even if they beat the Broncos today, they're 1-3. Denver's 2-2. Then what? That's right. We were all wrong about the AFC West. Last 3 o'clock game, a doozy. Can't wait. Patriots at Packers. I expect Aaron Rodgers to go absolutely noodles. Absolutely nuts today. I'm calling Aaron Rodgers four touchdowns, 300 yards, a classic Aaron Rodgers MVP type game. New England is not good. They're one and two in the the AFC. They are dead last in the AFC East. They're never going to beat Miami. They're never going to beat Buffalo. The Jets are their only option. They'll probably split that matchup. But again, this is not going to be a good game. Ryan Hoyer is the starting quarterback for the New England England Patriots today. Start Green Bay's defense, bet on the Packers, take Aaron Rodgers and parlay things, you know, over 285 passing, cashes it in. Over a touchdown and a half, probably going to cash in. Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay Packers, should have a very successful day. Damian Harris, a viable option if you need a running back. He's worth the stream because Green Bay's defense is decent, but they give up yards to running backs. Aaron Jones, Again, Green Bay is going to absolutely cook. I want to say this, though. If you were ever, ever, ever somewhat seriously thinking about starting Romeo Dobbs, this is the week. Should have done it last week. I tried to tell you. We didn't have a show last week, but I tried to tell you. Dobbs is going to break out. Dobbs broke out last week. Lazard, still a solid option for Aaron Rodgers, but I'm telling you, Romeo Dobbs is going to continue to be noticeable when it comes to... The Green Bay offense because Aaron Rodgers is going to find him. Breaking news from Adam Schefter. He says, Worth pointing out here, Panthers still want to see Christian McCaffrey during pregame warmups before making any decision about their running back status today. Ugh. Ugh. I'm telling you, man, I don't know if you want to play Christian McCaffrey today. Also, now's the time to trade Christian McCaffrey. Now's the time. But again, my big breakouts today. That haven't really broke out this year. Aaron Rodgers at quarterback and at wide receiver, D.J. Moore. D.J. Moore has to break out today. And if he doesn't, you got to get rid of him. That's it. That's all I can tell you about that. Monday night action. What do you got? Well, I'll tell you. You got the Rams at the Niners. This seems like it should be a great game. As of right now, the Rams are favored by a point and a half. Seems a little sketch. It's at the 49ers house. It's Jimmy Garoppolo at home against Matthew Stafford. Now, Garoppolo's been Jimmy Garoppolo. Nothing great, manageable of a team, keeps you in the game, doesn't really lose you any games. But again, he's with Dan Orlovsky now. They both don't know where the end zone ends and where it begins. We saw that last week. Daryl Henderson, Jeff Wilson Jr. I'm telling you, Jeff Wilson is a viable option at running back if you have him on your team or you picked him on the waiver option. Good job. He's gonna be a solid play. You know how they run the ball in San Francisco. If you don't, look how they're running the ball in Miami. Same coach, same scheme, same type of talent field. Raheem Mostert, Chase Edmonds, Jeff Wilson Jr., same type of field, same type of running back, same type of system. They're going to feed the backs in San Francisco, especially when you have a subpar arm in Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, Cooper Cup still eating a lot. Cooper Cup a very good wide receiver. Three touchdowns on the year, 280 yards receiving. He's been Cooper Cup. Now, he's not Cooper Cup, but last year that was an anomaly. Cooper Cup was the best player in the NFL last year. That's a fact. Also, on the other side, Debo Samuel. I think Debo Samuel is a great play here today. I think he's a great flex option because of what he can do with this offense. Run the ball, catch the ball, go out, gain yards. This could be a big Debo Samuel game. I don't know who the Rams are going to put on him or who they're going to flag on him. It's not going to be Jalen Ramsey. Von Miller in Buffalo now. There's no edge rush. But I'll say this. Aaron Donald still plays for the Rams. Aaron Donald still disrupts the front of a running game. But Jeff Wilson Jr. and Debo Samuel should both be viable options today on your fantasy football team when we come back we dive into your questions here on fantasy football sunday on 610 sports radio brought to you by twin peaks eats drinks scenic views that number 913-586-7610 grant dusty we'll be right back here on 610 sports radio
4: this is fantasy football sunday with dusty Likens, presented by twin peaks eats drinks scenic views on 610 sports radio and always live on the odyssey (laughs) app
3: Now's your time. Now's your time. Hey Dusty, what do I do? I'm putting my fantasy team on your shoulders. You're either gonna let me win or you're gonna screw me over. That's all I got. 913-586-7610. That's the number. For those of you that are interested, it is 10-7, Minnesota over the Saints. Always a tough game to try to gauge. But, I mean, I definitely would have taken the under if I bet this game because it's Kirk Cousins versus Andy Dalton. And Andy Dalton just looks, well, he looks awkward. Justin Jefferson doesn't get the ball enough from Kirk Cousins, but a Dusty from the six six zero, Shout out Warnsburg if that's where you're at. Um, is Dalton Schultz a good started tight end today? So that's interesting because I keep getting these questions about Dalton Schultz. Now, I know Dalton Schultz is a good tight end, and he's probably been, you know, disappointing to say the least this year for a lot of you. But Dalton Schultz, man, he seems to play a lot better as long as Dak Prescott is the quarterback. Now, he's going to try to play today. Now, he's been hurt, been out, but again, Dalton Schultz will play today. Now, again, I'm going to say this. Cooper Rush is going to target CeeDee Lamb a lot. CeeDee Lamb already has 34 targets on the season. We've only played three weeks in the NFL. Um, And in that first game of the year when they played Tampa Bay on Sunday Night Football, uh, he wasn't really targeted a whole lot. It's been the last two weeks and it's because Cooper Rush is going to find wide receiver one when you're a backup. You know the plan. You know your hot routes. You're going CeeDee Lamb's way. Now, again, Dalton Schultz, solid tight end. Responds with, Big Bob Tanyan is my other option. Here's the thing. Aaron Rodgers ain't got a whole lot of options. Now, tight end's tough in fantasy football. The tight end position is a tough one to figure out because it's just so boom bust. Unless, of course, you have, you know, the norms, Mark Andrews, Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller, those types of guys, they're going to do it every week, right? At least you'd think Darren Waller should, Travis Kelsey probably will, you know, he wants to go out against Tampa Bay today. That's just the way it is. But 913-586-7610, fantasy football questions, get them in now, set your lineups. I'm sorry if you played Alvin Kamara, you should have been up to date can always follow me or Grant on Twitter. We're always retweeting, guys. We're always letting you know inside the scoop. We're here on Sunday mornings for you. 816 Patterson or Carter, the running back for the Jets. Thank you. Michael Carter, absolutely. Coral Patterson's kind of iffy. I'm not sure he's going to get a whole lot of action today. I'm not sure his numbers will give you what you want. I'm not sure he will do exactly what you're looking for. So I would. I would start Michael Carter for the Jets. Zach Wilson back on that offense. Should be a fun day. Hide your wives. DJ Moore or Juju? That's tough. That's a tough, that's a tough get. Because, hey, here's the thing. Here's the thing about Juju. I think every week, Juju Smith-Schuster is good for six catches and 60 yards. Every single week. I think that's what he can do. Now, the problem is, when it comes to Juju Smith Schuster, can he find the end zone? That's the issue with the Chiefs. A lot of targets, not enough footballs around the end zone. 87 is going to get a lot of that action. He's going to get a lot of that, that, that interest and in a lot of that. Here's what I'm going to say about, about DJ Moore, 816. Start him over Juju. But if DJ Moore doesn't do what I said he's going to do today, it's time to get rid of DJ Moore. You got to somehow sneak a trade in there, packaging with somebody, go get somebody else, because this is it. Because as long as Baker Mayfield is the quarterback in Carolina, D.J. Moore is going to struggle. Again, he has 88 yards on the season. His, I guess, draft status was high. I had D.J. Moore in the fourth round. I thought he was a good a good pick there. I thought he was going to be a sleeper receiver. I thought maybe things would happen. And it appears that Odell Beckham's dad actually was telling the truth. Baker Mayfield is just a terrible quarterback. Hey, good morning, Dusty. It's, it's Neil, Romeo Dobbs over Terry. Scary Terry, that is. I could also play Clyde or Devonta Smith. Need to play Devonta Smith and play Clyde. I don't know how quickly we can pull the trigger on Dobbs. I like him. Neil, I think he's good. But again, I want one more week of solidification. That's what I need. I need one more week. Then we can get into Romeo Dobbs. I think he's going to be Aaron Rodgers' number one target. I think he will make Aaron Rodgers a little bit better. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to make him great. But I need one more week of solidification when it comes to Dobbs. Hey, Dusty. Hey, 816. You like Singletary, Ramondre Stevenson, or Patterson? Can't go for Atlanta. I think Patterson's going to play, but I wouldn't play him. And if I were you, I would go Ramondre Stevenson. Why? The New England Patriots run the ball inside the five more than any team. Ramondre Stevenson is slowly but surely going to be the lead back. He's going to slowly but surely become their bell cow, as you would call it. But I would go Romeo Dobbs. Singletary's been surprisingly good. Baltimore's defense is surprisingly bad. And I think that's a shootout. I think Baltimore and Buffalo, I think the game goes like what? What do you want to guess? 38-31? to 31 you want to go over in that game? You want to bet the over on, on uh on Baltimore Buffalo? I'm down. Which means now it's gonna be like 17 to 10. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm such a curse. But that's that's what I, I think that's my matchup today. I think that's the big juice. I think that's where it's at. Dusty flex spot, I got a Herbert or Davis. Ugh. Man, that's like telling me pudding or jello, and I'm in the hospital with tonsil surgery. What do you pick? Either one works. Flip a coin. I think Gabe Davis is slept to have a big game today. I think he's going to have a huge game. I think he's back, like you said on the text line from the six six zero. Josh Allen playing angry. Maybe he played angry last week. Ripped some guy's helmet off. No one said anything about it. No one said a word. But for your flex spot, Khalil Herbert or Gabriel Davis, man, that's tough. That is super tough. I like Khalil Herbert. Last week, 120 on 20 carries. Had a badass week last week, Khalil Herbert did. But Gabriel Davis, I think, is officially healthy. I think he's good to go. I think when it comes to that flex spot, though, I'm probably going to go Gabe Davis. As much as my heart wants to say to take Khalil Herbert, as much as I want to say take Herbert, I think you got to go Davis. Just because I trust Josh Allen's arm a little bit more than I trust the Chicago Bears offense. If that makes sense, 6 6 Thank you for all the questions. Thank you for tuning in. This has been a Fantasy Football Sunday here on 610 Sports Video, brought to you by Twin Peaks. Each drinks scenic views. That's right, baby. We get back from this. We get to slide right into after hours. Now, we're not going to have a full show. I'm sorry to disappoint you. We'll be off at 1130, and then Vern takes over the Royals. That's right. Kansas City Royals are still, they're still playing football. But when we come back, it's after hours with your boy, me, Dusty Likens, and Grant Nicholson here on 610 Sports Radio. But what you've been listening to is Fantasy Football Sundays on 610 Sports Radio, brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views.